Hi, my name is Matt Amos and welcome to my new podcast. I'm not too sure what name I'm going to really finalize it on. I think something around traction control, because obviously it's related to motorsport, gaining traction online, YouTube. It's sort of made sense in my head. I haven't quite figured out yet what I'm really going to go for. But welcome. This is the first episode. This is where I'm going to try to make it almost like a one recording take kind of deal, almost as if it was like a very long voice note. I really like doing long voice notes and I love hearing them as well. I'm very much imagining this of you sticking this on if you want to listen to it very much in the background and just being very open and honest about content creation on YouTube, specifically around motorsport. My biggest worry of last year was that I'm not that much active on social media that much apart from on YouTube. So as it currently stands at the moment, I have 105,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel. But I think a really important note to say is that I don't see subscribers being real time what your audience viewership actually is. A good example for this is that when I went out to Las Vegas uh, for the Grand Prix, the only video I got to make from there was about the chapel that they set up in the paddock. And being actually there, there was a lot of hype around it. I got to attend Jacques Villeneuve's wedding, which is kind of weird to say that I actually attended a Formula One driver's wedding. And there was so much press around that as well. And I got the video out within an hour and a half of the ceremony finishing. And because there was so much buzz and hype around it in person, I naturally thought that the video is going to do so, so well, that I got the video out before all these other news publications. And therefore, if anyone was going to search for it, mine would be the first one to pop up. And I thought to myself, this is going to be an absolute banger. This is like made my trip worth it. And as soon as the video went out, I straight away knew that it was by far the worst performing bit of content I've ever made. So much so that literally last week, I actually deleted the video. And the reason for that is because my YouTube channel, its whole ethos of why it's there is learning how Formula One works. So does this video fit within that description? No. The only thing about Formula One in it is that there's a Formula One driver getting married and it's done within the paddock. The whole rest of the video is basically about weddings in Vegas, which is not applicable to a Formula One audience, you know? Like if I was to say to you, are you interested in learning about the law situation in Vegas about getting married? Most of you would probably say, would say, no, you're not interested at all. So therefore looking back on it, was it a smart thing to make a video about that? No. And in the end, the video only got, I think, like 4,000 views before I deleted it. And like, you know, I've got previous videos of mine which have done extremely well. I would say I usually average around about 100,000 views. It actually said to me that my minimum viewership I normally get on my channel is around 4,000 views, which in comparison isn't a lot. Which also just goes to show then I need to work harder and I can't just ride it easy. Which every video I, I try to do as the best job I can. But ultimately, there's sometimes where I just need to take a step back and actually look at the bigger picture and think, is this applicable to what I'm actually wanting to create? And I've got this other thing at the moment where I'm still wanting to create videos around Formula E. Formula E is something which I used to work in for six years and I'm super happy I've done it. At times, I really do miss being part of the paddock because with Formula E, as it's such a smaller championship than any other out there, it really does give this kind of family vibe. But like I was saying before, when you take a step back, that even if I was to create videos about it, 
then the viewership isn't there because there isn't that just general interest. And like even two days ago, I released a video also about Formula E. And again, going back to what I was saying before with the whole wedding video in Vegas, does that fit into what my channel ethos is about? Is it about learning how Formula One is created? No, it's learning about Formula E and how it's filmed. Now, the reason I actually put out that video was because originally it was going to feature how Formula One was filmed. But through some complications that happened in Vegas with delays and shoots being cancelled, it meant that I could no longer happen. But because I'd already filmed so much extra for that video, it felt like such a waste to not include that or make that public. But I've put that video out now about how Formula One is filmed using basically robotic cameras, which are these remote control heads which can be placed all around the circuit. It's something which I still find very fascinating. But currently at the moment, YouTube Analytics is telling me that it is currently one of my worst performing videos I've ever produced. But as it is the beginning of the season, very much looking ahead of what I'm wanting to do, this is proper learning for me that I just need to stick to what I'm actually passionate about, which is making videos about Formula One and finding out how every tiny, small little bit of it is, is made. So I've got a Google spreadsheet, which has all of my ideas listed down there, which within that I've got a scoring criteria and I won't actually make the video until that score reaches a certain threshold. So for example, does a thumbnail come really clear to me when I put out the title? Would a core viewer of mine find this interesting? Would a casual viewer find it interesting? And would a completely new viewer who's never seen my content before find this video interesting and when it reaches a certain score threshold then the whole column turns green and therefore i'm like right let's just get this into gear which sounds good in principle that yeah as soon as like one of my video ideas i scored myself in theory on my own rules is then approved that then i can straight away make the video possible but the reality is is getting the access is near enough impossible a really good case in point, at the moment, I'm trying to make a video about how Formula One teams practice their pit stops back at their home base, at their factories. And I would say at the moment, I've currently got limited but some contacts at Formula One teams who I don't want to keep bothering them with these filming requests because most of the time it will come back saying no. And in fact, actually today, one of the requests I put in has actually come back and has actually been rejected, not because of the idea, but just because it's kind of like the wrong time. So with my spreadsheet there, not only is it me trying to think up of what video ideas I could try to make, but then I also, I feel like I need to add in a separate tab being like, what is the reality in this? What is the actual chances of the probability that I can actually make this done? Because trying to film something at an actual Formula One race is pretty much impossible, including also the whole situation of copyright surrounding it all. Do you have access or even media rights to what you're filming? It's a real sticky situation, which most times is just better to not film at a Formula One race. So then it leaves you with, well, when can you film with Formula One cars? Well, that's going to be with the teams themselves, maybe at test days. But even then, because they're testing, everything is so secretive, which means the access is pretty much also near impossible. So then you look out further. What other videos can you do around the sport? Maybe it's with actual sponsors or maybe it's with manufacturers who are helping their teams, which is certainly the avenue I had to do before, which I think a good example of that is when I made the video about how Formula One helmets are made. There are two main manufacturers who do that, which are Bell Helmets and Ari. And I was speaking with Ari Helmets for about, I would say, half a year until they then actually rejected the idea. Their main headquarters where they make the Formula One helmets are based in Japan. And it's very much a family vibe over there. And they just didn't want to reveal any of their secrets. They're very happy 
for me to visit maybe a different factory, which was more for the motorcycle helmets, which they can sell to normal consumers. But obviously I wanted to focus on Formula One helmets because that's what the video is about. And also that manufacturing process is very different to the normal commercial ones you get. But I didn't want to reveal any of that. And at the same time, I was also speaking to Bell Helmets, where their factory is actually based out in Bahrain. And the main CEO actually replied to my email and he was very much up for filming. But because of the secrecy around it, I had to be there in person for it to happen. And so I was trying to work out a way that if I was to hire, say, like a videographer or someone else out in Bahrain to actually film it for me, that wouldn't be allowed because I still need to be there. And then around two and a half years later, an opportunity came up through work that I could actually attend the preseason testing in Bahrain. So I actually extended my time there by a day so I could visit the Bell Racing Helmet factory and actually film the whole entire video. So that's what I feel like with a lot of my videos is that I've got loads of great ideas and it's basically just when the opportunity can come up, then I can actually make it. And there's some videos of mine which I really wanted to do, but I can't do them anymore for various reasons. So I'll give you an example. So the video title I wanted to do was Why Williams Employs a Michelin Star Chef. I, I just really, really love that title because it just generate some really good curiosity because they generally did that like a couple of years ago they hired a Michelin star chef he was mainly used for a lot of content but he was also there at some of the races to actually help cater to the whole entire team but from what I understand it he wasn't there last season I don't think he's there this season as well so then now I can't actually make that video anymore because there isn't a Michelin star chef working at Williams but maybe I can apply that to a different team if another team employs a Michelin star chef because I think that title is still really really good and it can go into the process of learning how they are catering to an entire team. But I think I'm going to conclude it there. I think this is going to be the end of the first episode, keeping it nice and short and simple for my long voice note. And I think I will just keep this to audio only as well. There is something nice about not having to be on camera, just being able to speak into a microphone as if it was like a genuine voice note. And I do realize obviously this is like a hyper niche as well, you know, talking about Formula One and also content creation as well. I just wanted to do something a little bit different and do it from the other side of things of like how creators are actually making content within Formula One a huge amount though on TikTok, which is insane to me. I feel like I'm only just tapping into that sort of area of like seeing all the creators on there. And there's so many and it's incredible to see. It's also because it's a brand new medium of like making vertical video, not worrying about if it looks too polished or anything. And being brutally honest, it just looks loads more fun, you know, just seeing content creators having a great time, you know, meeting drivers or even just seeing the F1 cars and just making fun stuff with it. It looks great. Obviously, that's not really the content I make, but it doesn't mean I can't enjoy and consume that as well. But anyway, I'm going to wrap it up there. Thanks very much uh, for listening. Uh, I, again, I have no idea what I'm going to call this. Maybe something along the lines of the, the Traction Control podcast or gaining traction control. Or I don't know. I, we'll find out when, when I upload this, if I upload it. But thank you very much for listening. My name is Matt Amos, and I'll speak to you next time. <laughs>